Mad Dog DeCurso if it's real or fake. Golden Greek Taurus, the giant goon Dickhoff. El Toro, the grunt brothers too. The wild Samoans got something crazy going. They're gonna be going after you. All right, we are back here on Wrestling Tonight. Yeah, yeah. I am your humble hardcore host, Mad Dog Butch. With me, as always, the kimchi to my Kamala. <laughs> None other than Brace Beamer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, quick note before we get before we get going here, and before I forget, uh, this Saturday from ten to four here at the On TV Studios or the Orient Center. In Lake yeah. Orion, Michigan, uh, they're having a uh, food drive to benefit fish uh, in their food drive in Oxford, Michigan. So it's a good cause. Come out, uh, donate uh, canned goods, perishable items, or uh, money, and be entered into a draft for a uh, raffle. Excuse me, a raffle for a bunch of prizes. Yeah, I've actually been to that before. It's it's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of good prizes. Uh, here's a little hint from uh, Mad Dog. Take this one to the bank. Um, <laughs> You, you know, you might not be interested or you might not think that you're interested in some of the prizes, but kind of look to see, like, how many tickets are in there. Because huh. a couple of them will only have a couple of tickets. Everybody thinks they want the same thing, so they'll load up the can. Yeah. Your odds will be a lot better if if you, like, see, like, just a few tickets in one and, and put your tickets in there. Because yeah, what you do is idea. you put the tickets in different cans. So, uh, yeah, so uh, if you're not doing anything Saturday, come down here. Check that out. That's 10, uh, 10 to 4 at the uh, Orient Center. The address is 1349 Joslin Road. Across from the Orient Bark Park and just after a elementary school, but I can't remember the name of the school. So hope to see everybody out there. All right. Now, okay, before we get started on our topic for tonight, uh, it, it, it's the anniversary date of another major thing. Uh, that happened in wrestling, probably not quite as big as as the one we talked about last time, but but pretty close. Uh, in 1988, it was the live Saturday Night's main event. I believe it was Saturday Night's main event. It might have been called something else. Where Andre the Giant actually beat Hulk Hogan oh, yeah. for the belt. Um, so, you know, here's one thing that I never understood. Even though that he beat him for the belt. Um, they never really referred to him as a world champion after that. No. Because he immediately gave the belt to the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Um, and then you had the, uh, well, I should say this. When he pinned Hulk Hogan, uh, Hogan got his shoulder up. So, um, so it was just surrounded with controversy. There was the, two, the twin referees, the Hebner brothers. Yeah. But at the time, only one Hebner had been in WWF. And then the other one was still in NWA. So they brought the other one in. They did the whole thing. They were, they were claiming that Ted DiBiase paid for uh, somebody to get plastic surgery to look <laughs> just like the referee. But uh, anyway, that was um, in 1988 on this date. Yeah. Was that the time when Andre delivered the uh, tag team belts to DiBiase instead of the world title? Um, or was that a, the second? He, he, well, 
no, he gave yeah, he gave him the belt. But he called him the he tag gave him team the belt, belt. But I think he said the world tag team belt yeah. or something. I mean, it, you know, it was Andre the Giant. He was just somewhat hard to understand. Oh yeah, back then, sure. No matter what, yeah. So, so anyway, um, and one of the greatest finishes, maybe the greatest finish in wrestling history, with the uh, twin referees. Who would ever thought that? Right, exactly. I mean, um, you know, you and I, I remember thought it was kind of stupid when it happened because yeah. uh, because we knew we knew who the Hebner brothers were. Right. Um, but a lot of people that didn't watch NWA had no clue. And, yeah. Uh, you know. It's basically pop culture not. fans didn't know, but the hardcore wrestling fans did. Yeah. You know, exactly. and which is the right. WWE audience even to this day. <laughs> right. So speaking of that, uh, I normally would not be um, – be talking about or, or wanting to have a topic of current wrestling on on here, um, mainly because you and I we we don't watch it uh, regularly anymore. Uh, but so when I sent you this and, and told you what this topic was going to be, I said I know it's going to be a task to cover <laughs> this, but you know let let's do this anyway. And what we're going to talk about tonight is the Royal Rumble that just happened a couple weeks ago, the 2019. Royal Rumble, and uh, so, um, all right, what's going on? Where's that? Where's that coming from? I don't know, uh, Joe, producer, can, oh, wait, we got a, we got a guest. Wait a minute. Who is that? Who is Western Free World. Yes, Oh, my God. The founder returns. Rock Action joins us. I don't know if it's been quite that long. Since we've been on the airwaves together. Rock Action. Rock Action is in the house with the TC, TCI World Television Championship belt. Uh, you need to put the headphones on and uh, get on microphone there, buddy. What's this going to do for me? Nothing, but you need to like talk into that thing right there that looks like a microphone. Yeah, there you go. United States Air Force. Here we go. I brought it in. I want to salute the troops of our armed forces. Thank you for serving my country. We appreciate you every single day. Go Air Force, Marines, Navy, all the force, all these services. Thank you for your service. That's the way you start a program. I'll second that. I'll stand yes. up. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, wow, what a treat. All right, Rock Action. Yeah, exactly. Just like the old days, Rock Action, crashing the party. <laughs> Have a seat because we got a lot of catching up to do. Right here, this camera right here. That's it. 20 years later, bigger than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Not like these two guys. <laughs> Lean, mean fighting machine. So well, how, do we, how do we introduce... Uh, did you show everybody your belt? How do we introduce oh, one? Yeah. I, okay, anybody that is not 
Yeah, put that up. Uh, put that up towards that camera there. This is the old TCI World Television Champion. Championship. I don't think Heavyweight we. Champion. I don't think we have that shot. Go, go right here. That you shot see? isn't showing up. How's that? Where's the camera? Liven there you this, go. You're this, good right no, there. No, it's showing up, but it's You're just... good right there. Let's yeah. liven this place up a little bit. Retired. I can get in the ring tomorrow if I want to with any of you guys. Okay. Get Retired over here. champion. <laughs> Lake Orion, world heavyweight champion 20 years ago. I had to retire, man, after because there was no there were no challengers. And that was the TCI uh, television title. World television title at, at, at the time. And then it turned into AT&T and then Comcast. And your reign lasted through all three. It's... Congratulations. It's still raining, man. There's nobody coming up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, since you're here, I guess we uh, will forego the Royal Rumble talk. and uh, We'll talk about that we, belt later. Yeah. We, we got uh, quite a bit of catching up to do. It has been what? It's been real close to 20 years. Not, 20 years, man. Not quite there, but real close. I, I don't want to admit that it's, it's been that long. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, okay. Okay. Uh, First of all, no, I'll tell you the first of all, okay? Because I'm <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Come on, the audience. Go. This new generation has to know. If it wasn't for me, there'd be none of you. Am I lying or not? You are somewhat. Uh, um, if it wasn't for me bringing, I'm the I, one who I want the audience to know that I'm the one who brought the pile driver to the radio. So, yeah, we'll get, we'll get, and I, I, I want to ask we, you. About we're going to talk yeah. about how that thing flourished. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk about and, all that and decline we'll over the whole thing. Can we but, interview you? I mean, is is that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or we can just turn it. We can all well, turn our mics to you and you just want, let you go. If you want ratings, you're going to interview me because right now you got about one person looking at the show. Let's go. Let's get some heat going in here. <laughs> oh, okay. I got better Listen. things to do. <laughs> all right. Um, Okay, so anybody that is not familiar, anybody that uh, – I, I will say this. There's a lot of people that, uh, that watch the show that were fans of the Jobber Hour. That's partially why we're on here. But, yes, I will give you credit, Rock Action, because, you know, e- even though we've given you a lot of crap over the years, I, I will say that. I will say that if you did not start the Driver radio show, this probably would not be going on right Hang now. Hang on, and pay for it because you suckers paid for nothing. Oh, you've had to pay for that? Yeah. yeah. $55 a week. <laughs> you remember that, huh? Yeah, I sure do. Guess who didn't contribute one penny? Well, guess who had advertisers lined up for you and you denied that- them because you wanted to do the trade thing with your buddies. <laughs> we had advertisers. I remember that, man. Wasn't that... Uh, oh, my God. Wasn't that the whole reason, though, that, that you did it because you thought that it would work out at the end because of your business that you had? Yes. So, well, we can we're going to get into that, but we let's talk let's talk the genesis of oh, this. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, uh I have a little um stash here of of gifts for people that uh because much like the Jobber <laughs> Hour, Wrestling Tonight also has an open door policy. So, you know, I do prepare for people just barging in on us. So, I have some gifts. I have a gift for you. And this is the British Bulldogs basic body builder, which <laughs> looks like you might need. Yeah, them, oh, guns are, them guns are looking a little weak Where's there, Rock. Where's that? Do we have to tell- <laughs> I'm not seeing the definition that I used to see. It's there, brother. <laughs> it's there. For okay. Nine, for uh, a 90-year-old. 
All right. Well, uh, let's let's start in the beginning when we have guests on here. I like to find out what got them into wrestling in the first place. What uh, what do you remember? Like your earliest memories oh, yeah. of wrestling? What got you hooked? Who were your favorite wrestlers? Oh, yeah. Any matches that stick out? Well, I'll be dating myself, but that's life. But um, I went to Cobo Arena in Detroit. Nice. Man, the Sheik, Bobo Brazil. Nice. Crush the Crusher. Um, um, it was so you see Mark so you Lewin. Got, you got to see the Crusher live back then and Dick the Bruiser and, and, and yeah. those guys, right? I mean, Cobo Arena, my grandfather would take us every Saturday. There was 12,500 people there every single Saturday. Man, so Sheik. Amazing. Bruiser and Crusher. That must be like mid-70s when Bruiser exactly. tried to make a run in on Detroit. Right, about okay. right around 1974. I was yep. dating myself. I was a teenager, and um, I was hooked, man. I, I saw the Sheik Blade every Pompero single Pompero Furpo. Yeah. Okay, now I remember you mentioning this guy. I mean, I've seen a couple matches with him, but you, but you told me one of your favorite guys back then was uh, Big Money Hank James. <laughs> Is that true, or was that your I brother? Love, like, that was my brother, but still. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. Love, I love the name, man. <laughs> Big Money Hank <laughs> James. Yeah, I mean, actually, he, I mean, I've seen a couple matches with him, but he was pretty good. And um, so, like, what about, I mean, I know that territory used to bring in guys from all over, like, oh, man. like, like Terry Funk, Andre the Giant, Dusty Rhodes. Did you ever, do you, do you have any memories of, of being able to see the, those guys in that era? I remember, at that time? like, um, Wild Bull Curry. With, I, I remember us, they had a brass knuckle match with a Sheik and, I, and uh, fly, um, Bull Curry. Oh, Bull Curry legend. They would tape, they taped their, uh, they had brass knuckles, they would put white tape over it mm-hmm. and beat the, Power out of each other. Bull Curry, Bra- Brass Knucks champ in uh, Houston. That's where it all originated. Yeah, there was no uh, social media in those. That was our entertainment. That's Hell why yeah. I turned out the way I did. <laughs> so so were you still attending those shows like up until the point where, where it kind of died off? Yeah, pretty much. You, got, you know, we finally, you know, you grow up a little bit and uh, you, go on, you go on to other things. I don't know when the when big time wrestling started fading. I don't even remember. Well, Pretty much that, right. Early eighties, late late seventies, early eighties. Well, right? it was more late. They started in the mid seventies, like the big time wrestling Detroit. Just a, a quick little history: the Sheik ran uh, big time wrestling in Detroit, and they started to go downhill. Probably seventy three, the crowd started turning down that early. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then in came. Uh, Dick the Bruiser with the WWA group. Was that Bruiser Bedlam at that time? At at the end, it was. It, it, it all ties in, but Bruiser came in and tried to make a play on Detroit to take oh, okay. the Detroit territory away from the Sheik. So normally what happens when you have the two competing organizations is they start to cannibalize and kill each other, so they started having joint cards. So at one time, Bruiser and his cronies were running the Olympia, I believe. Yep. And the then Olympia, the yep. Sheik and his guys were running Cobo Arena. Oh, okay. So the, the Sheik was really kind of, uh, his territory was on the outs. Having Bruiser come in, it wound up revitalizing him for a couple years. But after after that, by 78, I mean, it was done. Was that when um, Vince McMahon started taking over territory? No, it was, it was before that. A lot, a lot of the older territories like that started dying before McMahon. But at the time, they had the IWA, the Eddie Einhorns. And a couple others that tried to go national, but at at the time, uh, they they were just dying, and a lot of people blame it on the booking, you know, and in his uh, uh, insistence on putting himself over, and not getting any new stars ready. But it, could it yeah. could it be any, any more dead than it is now? I mean, I know around the, here, the money. No, I, I mean it's deader than a doornail. It's unbelievable. 
I mean, from a from a televised perspective, there's a lot of wrestling around here. A lot of you know that we'll call them indies, but for the most part, televised wrestling around here, I've never seen it good ever. Even even when I was a little coming up, you mentioned the yeah, WWE. I mean, yeah, you bring up Bruiser Bedlam. I mean, there was like, I mean, that was pathetic at that at that point. Later on, there was maybe like twenty people in the crowd, if that. Yeah, but, and they'd uh, have a couple good matches, but you know, just not. Not enough to. Okay, well, I'm getting a little bored right now. We're, we're here about this. I might, you might never see me again. Uh, guy, how did, how we can you got only, a wrestling we question? Only, uh, we can only hope. Um, <laughs> how did this take? I want. I'm gonna. How did this take place? Well, let's fill in the audience. We we got a lot of other stuff. We don't have how much time we got. We're already 20 minutes into just, this. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm the host. Let, let just, us guide you, you like follow. we did on the pile driver. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> You got to build. The pile driver didn't get. You got to build. The pile driver exploded when Gene, Gene the dancing machine over here, joined us. That's right. when it exploded, so, brother. So you, you like a lot of people. I remember like when when Hulkamania hit. A lot of people that were fans of the era of the Sheik, they 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 tuned out. They didn't like that era. But you continue to watch, correct? It was hard. I mean, it was. It but, was you but, know, it was. Yeah, I continued you were still to a fan. But you liked. I mean, I know you're a fan of the Road Warriors, at least. Oh, at least, yeah. Right. Big fan, yeah. So, so you continued to watch. Well, I remember when Tony Schiavone, when, there was a, Mr. Mr. Uh, everything over here. A, oh, he can answer, too. <laughs> AWA was when the Warriors got really popular with Tony Schiavone. And, Schiavone was not no. in the AWA at the time, but the Road Warriors started out, well, they, they started out in Georgia, that's correct. When as, to, as a team, yes. As a team. What when, year would, when, it, would it have been then? 83, maybe they started. End so, of 83. Yeah. But, they, but then they got big and real big in AWA. But then, then they jumped to NWA where Tony Schiavone was. That's when I, it sparked me again. Where I, really, I mean, Tony Schiavone is one of the best uh, hosts I've ever heard anyway. And that's what got it. It got exciting again. Okay. Even, though, even though you suckers don't believe I was into the, the bodybuilder type, you know, these guys didn't know how to wrestle. You guys are more. You want them to wrestle. You want you want them to wrestle. Yeah, this I want all, to suspend disbelief. This is all bulk. You know, the, the bodybuilding era. I called it. Yeah. I loved it. It was. I thought it was great. Well, I mean, most people did. You know, I, I mean, mean, you're not alone. I mean, when I started watching, I like the Road Warriors too. Yeah, but um, but it's just you know, if you compare the Road Warriors to like a Midnight Express, a polished team like oh, that, no I like right. I liked that style of wrestling better. I don't begrudge anybody that likes the other style of wrestling. I could totally understand that, that, that people like, you know, more of like the Road Warriors style. Um, but I'm, the reason I'm asking you this is, uh, so, so did you stay, so you, so you remained a fan all the way up until the beginning of the Monday Night Wars then? That's, that's, when, we, that's when we met. Right. So the, yeah, I was, when Stone Cold Steve Austin came around and, you know, DDP, and there was the Monday Night Wars, that's when we were doing our best. When that was going on. Right, exactly. I, I remember the very first show. That I mean, was fantastic. Well, I'll get to that. But the very first show that I was on was the week after they had Mike Tyson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? That yeah. was great. Yeah, I think that was the very first week I was on because we were, we were talking how did, about that. How but, did you get on anyway? Are we going to go there well, yet or not? Yeah, yet? we'll get to that. But, 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 but first of all, I, I want to know why, how did you get the idea to start the Pile Driver show in the first place? I don't, it's just, I always wanted to voice my opinion out there and i'm you know you guys soon found out that i was not nearly as deep about wrestling as you guys well let me okay well no. let, let me let i me, needed help well 
No, I I, I didn't realize that. But but you told us after that basically you were just reading out, out of the out of the torch. <laughs> Pro I, I wrestling torch, but it was the early days of the internet too. I mean, so I think you were getting some stuff off the internet. Destiny had nine hundred numbers. Yeah, and you're doing so. A were good you job still calling it, the so. nine hundred numbers? Oh, because because I'll say this: I I didn't know about your show. Um, my dad actually brought me a newspaper, and I don't know if this newspaper is still around, but it was the Oxford Eccentric, and you were on the cover <laughs> with W. With uh, your co-host at the time, Stone, Stone and Steel. And Steel. Oh, no. You had that in your and gimmick it, bag? And it was WPON, but in the article <laughs> it said that, that you lived where I lived in the same town. So I, look, mm-hmm. I looked you up. Eventually I looked you up. Or, uh, first of all, I listened to your show a couple times, and I, and I thought you knew what you were talking about. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, def- I thought that you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Sorry, I the disappointed guys, you. <laughs> I can vouch for this because he, he was telling me on the side. What were you saying? This, like, this, this guy's like, this, this guy's really... Uh, knows what he's talking about. I, I believe I did. I was like, I was like, the, the host knows what he's talking about, but the two guys, the other oh, two they guys, were, they're yeah. not. You know, they they might not be so up to snuff. Not that they were. Well, I, I I'll give Stone a little bit more. Stone credit is pretty decent. Than, he's pretty than, deep. than the other one, Steel. Steel and, didn't and, know anything. Okay, so so I call you up basically out of the blue and say, hey, you know, this is kind of what I've done. Um, I can come on there and do this or whatever, and you were just like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure you thought that I was some some stalker or, I or still whatever. Do, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> but for whatever reason, you say, okay, come on, and you and you let me come on. Well, we, we had a small discussion, I think, over the phone. I thought we did. We, I think we talked a couple times before I actually came. And, on. And I'm but, like, I'm like, damn, this guy knows what he's talking about, man. I remember saying that we got to get this guy out. We got to bump you know, this show. And remember all the records, that, all the I don't know how they, all the records that we set, the number of callers. Or am oh, I for that out? station? Am I getting ahead of myself again? No, no, no. That's I no. mean, well, I mean, we were on WPON 1460. Is it even around anymore? No, is it on? Yeah, somebody no owns idea. it, but it, it's no lumped into like a conglomerate, and they own like four stations, and they just have it shut down. How many times did we get thrown out of that place by Marie? Remember Marie? <laughs> Well, what, what were the, before, um, maybe before uh, Mad Dog came along, how were the, how were the calls? Like what, what kind of feedback were you getting on the show? And well, it's, you know, it was tough building an audience. I mean, it, yeah. It, and you were in building phase to be yeah. fair. I mean, I had no clue what I was doing. Oh my God. Not no clue about this stuff. But I, I mean, I think that you guys got, got some calls. I mean, yeah, we there were, and then you build, and then we got more and more and more, and then we got crazier, and then <laughs> well, I don't me, remember me, when well, Gene... Well, before we, before we get to that, uh, before we get to Brace Beamer, who was Buddy Rogers at the time, yep. um, <laughs> you... I'm still I, I, I stuck with that. I never, I never, <laughs> like, I never met this person, but I, I, I don't know, like, by the time I showed up, she was already gone, but you brought on uh, a female oh. named, named Isis. <laughs> Um, and I believe, I believe she was on there. You should be fired from somewhere <laughs> from your job. So I believe she was on there when I would like listen. And I mean, I, n- I never saw her, but her voice was w- was great for. She, for oh, she was call in. She was okay. one of our callers. I'm like, man, that's like the perfect voice for a commercial or just to butt in. Yeah, it was I perfect. Agree. Yeah, she had a good voice. But yeah, but by the time I started coming on, she she never. I think she would still call every once in a while, but she was gone, gone at that point. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you remember when I was on there, 
I couldn't do it every week. I could only do it like once a, once every like three months. I could be on there for like a month. Yep, I could yep. be on there for like four weeks. So I suggested to you when I was not going to be on there to bring on Face Beamer, Buddy Rogers. Um, so uh, and then so I he came on. Quickly found out the guy has supreme intelligence about wrestling <laughs> amongst <laughs> amongst other categories in life. But I'm like, these guys are making me look really good. I mean, I'm being honest. Twenty years later, you guys, I couldn't. I don't think I would have gone nearly as long as if you guys didn't show up. But it was a package overall. No like idea what we had. Team. You know, I mean, it was. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I you know, I think I think there was. You know, everybody had had their place, um, and then um, and then somebody calls you up. All right, I don't even know. Ooh. I don't even remember exactly how this happened, but I, I believe somebody called and threatened you, oh. or just told you that he was going to show up one day, and that ended up becoming Is that Kane's noons. Or? That, that ended up become, becoming Prozac three sixteen. Oh. <laughs> Who would lay, lay much later? Wait, don't, the, become, wait a minute. What now. am I missing? Somebody no, in but between there? You say Prozac. Th- 316, that was genius who thought of that. <laughs> Where's that camera? Because that was when Stone Cold was, three six, Stone Cold, uh, was uh, 316. Yeah, that was you, wasn't it? And I'm like, we need, this guy's a, a weirdo. He's on, he's on Prozac. I'm like, we need Prozac 316. And that caught on. Perfect. It was, it was excellent. Yeah, and the thing was, he didn't even mind. But uh... <laughs> well, how did you get Mad Dog Butch when I, you had that when I met you, right? Yeah, I, I, that that yeah. goes that goes way back to our old wrestling and our old uh, our old wrestling TV shows back on on t- back on Oxford Television, which is something else that I want to bring up because <laughs> when I first came on there, you had a little feud going with the guy that <laughs> ran Oxford Television at the time because he was not because you were you were uh, recording the pile driver shows, you were putting the camera in the studio. And then we were coming, I believe we were coming to, or you were coming to Lake Orion studio to add the graphics. Oh yeah, we did. And then, oh, so man. they were showing it, I believe on Lake Orion. And then we would take it to Oxford and he would never show it because like the whole, oh, yeah. his whole. Jim Hughes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Am I allowed to say his name? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting Oh, that, but, remember I worked but, in but the hill. the whole thing was. I still got that tape. I still got oh, that It tape. was more than one time. I, and, and we finally, I don't know if you remember, but we finally got him to start playing it because we had him call into the show. He didn't have a choice, dude. I ripped him. It was, I felt bad for him. I think he was crying on the, when I was talking to him. I, I don't think so. I think he enjoyed the attention. Well, we did it and live, And I think that, that that is what. We ripped him live. We did. We that had him. Great. We had. Well, you did. You did. Why I, I showed the proper respect to Mr. Hughes. <laughs> right. That's why you have no rating. That's why you have no ratings. <laughs> yeah, guys, what, what was going on here was uh, uh, Rock was videotaping the... Uh, the radio show and sending it out to the different, he was what they call in the wrestling business. He was bicycling tape. (laughs) (laughs) He was taking, he was taking the tape of the show to the different, uh, the different communities around and getting them, getting them aired on TV. I mean, that went to, you know, Pontiac, Waterford, uh, Oxford, Lake Orion, Clarkston, you know, so it was, it was quite a bit of an effort. That really helped the phone calls. I mean, people were calling because we had the phone number in the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Totally. That yeah. man. That that's when it really did well. I mean, it, yeah. It was nonstop phone calls the whole entire hour. So when when uh, when Butch came in, what were your what were your impressions? I mean, you you had to be somewhat, you know, leery of just letting 
Not at all. You know, honestly. some big behemoth walk through. No. You were good? No, I mean, he, I was convinced in, in, a, in five minutes that the guy's got some deep knowledge about this stuff, nice. way more than I have. I, I mean, it was. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate that, but, uh, I mean, you could but, only... but at the time, you know, I, like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't know any better. I mean, I, I thought the, the way that you presented the show up until that point, even with Stone and Steel, I mean, like I said, I, I thought that I could probably come on and add a little bit more than a lot maybe more. what those guys were doing. It, it was like, how much of the torch can you read? I mean, the torch was all <laughs> I had, and a little bit of internet. And, and that, half of it's wrong anyway. It's media. And it was, And then it was, um, it was what happened a week ago, and you'd go back to what happened in the early 60s. I mean, you guys, I don't even remember what you guys did. But you, you go, you'd go way back with the older, the older um, wrestling fans would understand. Yeah. It's stuff I never even heard of. Okay, now uh, my timeline might be a little bit screwed up, but I, you know, I'm skipping over something, and this might have happened before, but we'll we'll come around back to it. But at at some point, you started bringing bodybuilders onto the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of them. I wish I had more time to prep for this. <laughs> now, now, what was your reasoning for for that? Uh, but it, I will say this: eventually, it got you into a. Uh, a magazine, Great Lakes, Great Lakes, Great Lakes Fitness, Fitness Guide. Yeah, I didn't. I, I had it. I didn't bring it today. Dang it! But I, because I, I'm into obviously I'm into bodybuilding, being as old as I am, and they, obviously you body, still got to work on those arms. Bodybuilding. I mean, there was a phase. The Lex Luger's out there. The um, Scott Scott Steiner's out there. There was a phase, right, where there were. Um, well, there, well there, I mean, Hulk Hogan could have been a bodybuilder. Yeah. I mean, Hell, it was, was more than a phase. It was a takeover. <laughs> you know? So I think I timed it like we need somebody locally that looks like that. He didn't really know much about wrestling, though, did he? No. I mean, no. I mean, I, th- I, think, I think we would, like, say anybody that wants to call about, well, the, there was that Ken Cannon guy you would bring on. <laughs> Ken, who, Ken, who, Ken who Cannon? Like, Iron Man Ken who, Canyon? Who, who, uh, he was a good guy. Ken, no, he was. Ken Canyon. He was. He was the professional model. Yeah. Professional fitness trainer and uh, professional uh, dietitian, I believe. Yeah, he had- so he would say, you know, that if you wanted to call and get dietary tips or, or whatever. But and then he got, and he got nothing but crickets the whole show. Remember, nobody called that shit. Pretty much. But, but before that, we had him on our show. But yeah, they, you know, I, nobody really called and talked about bodybuilding. They, they, well, wait a minute. they could so contribute, contribute a little bit. Let's talk about our, uh, my appearance. On the Great Lakes Fitness Guide, the first article I did. Yeah, let's do that because I think that it was, was the last uh, article. I think he went out of business after. <laughs> <laughs> you put him right out. Well, you were. It was me, you. We, Stone was, there on, was on, on the picture. Yeah, there was a picture of us, but you did not consult me to be a proofreader of the article. <laughs> hey, I'm. And, and, it's not my magazine, bro. <laughs> well, I remember. I think you tried to blame. Every other word was misspelled. I think you tried to blame that on their editing process or something. Or lack their lack of. No. <laughs> Which I don't know because everything else in there, all the other articles seem to be spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't have an editing process. That was the but, problem. But that's the growth we were on cable, radio, and then now news, in new, uh, newspapers. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Now, now here's rocking. something that, I, that, that still sticks in my craw to this day. Um, Ken Cannon brought on a, a bodybuilding woman named oh, Jennifer Kennedy Yes, at the time. 
And now, oh. now, now she came on there and she was not quote in season at the time. So she looked like a normal woman that just had gigantic fake cans. Um, <laughs> now she, but she was willing to get nude in the studio for us. And you balked at it and would not let it happen because you thought that somehow I've got standards. That, that was not it. You thought that if your wife found out that she was going to kick your ass. I've got standards. <laughs> okay, well, you okay. can stick with that story. The, 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 that show was for children. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was not. No, it was not. Of, I will get to it the was reason. for people that were in prison, but anyway. <laughs> uh, have you seen her? Have either of you guys seen her lately? Because oh, she is still out there. kidding me. She looks worse than china ever did she Hulk? doesn't look anything like oh she looks she, Hulk wise or? she looks like a man oh. she looks totally like a man she 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 has ruined herself i mean but but yeah she does these videos online if yeah, anybody's I, I, I haven't i haven't looked i mean yeah i mean even like yeah i don't even want to talk how much about time it, we so. got how much right, time we're, we're, we're skipping over that i brought some goodies, right, I brought i'm some done goodies talking about the old days okay <laughs> Now, now this is what I skipped over. I, I don't think he was on the show until after the Great Lakes Fitness Guide debacle, is what I like. What it has come to be known in later years. But uh, there was somebody that used to call into the show. We did the shows. What on? Was it Tuesdays or Wednesdays? Tuesdays. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So while we were doing the show, the ratings information would come out, and he would call. And give us the ratings. <laughs> and that was, and I believe he is actually watching right now, that is cue ball. Now, you uh, <laughs> decided after a little while to bring him onto the show. Had to. Again, without consulting anybody else <laughs> that was on the show. Um, what, uh, okay, you had to? What was, well, uh, what was had, your reasoning? He had some angles, some intelligence. I, I don't know if you could put cue ball and intelligence in the same sentence, but there was some, he had a little bit of depth about wrestling and just the way you got to imitate the way he talked, but I can't do it. But the way I, he I, spoke and the way he looked, you had to bully the guy. We, we needed, <laughs> we needed to bully somebody. He was perfect. Well, you know, what? I think he, I think he got in on, on the merits of his website from what I remember, how he, he thought, he was getting 55,000 hits yeah. a week. He was a webmaster. And you a know, and, icon. and if you're watching, and, and Kubal, I, if I you are watching, you can, uh, you can correct us on this. Yeah, go in the uh, little chat room but, gimmick there. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't remember. It, it was something like that. But, the NWOW uh, website. Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, I'll get off the subject slightly, but are you, you're a little jealous of Q-Ball. You said the other day that he's bringing in a bigger audience than you are here. With, <laughs> what with, are you with, talking with about? Independence. With the independence, what are the you talking about? Independence circuit. You said they're calling. He's getting some calls. You said from the from the Michigan Independent. Getting some calls where? I don't know. On, on where? What is he doing? Something of what he was doing. You're saying he's not doing too bad. What is he doing online right now? A wrestling show? I I have no idea what you're talking you about. I, honest, I I swear to God, I have no idea what you're talking about. I I think you dreamt this. Okay, maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no. But but he has. I mean, he does. He does still cover wrestling and he puts a lot of stuff out there on, on facebook and everything i don't think he has a, a show that that people call in on yeah maybe he said he's doing all right but, it's just doing all right in general i mean but yeah i mean no a, a lot of the guys on the independent scene do um 
you know, he he puts a lot of stuff out there. Uh, he goes to he's in Florida now, so he goes oh. and and I, he'll Uber. stream he'll stream shows from from Florida and, and stuff like that. Maybe maybe that's what I was. Oh, saying. really? That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, maybe that's what I was saying. But, so what happened? Uh, so are we still doing the? The, the flow of the pile driver what about the decline the rise and the decline of the I, i'm driver? not there yet we're okay. still talking about we're still talking about <laughs> the, the rise and fall of the still third talking about here. events now there was somebody else that was on wpon <laughs> he's got to get to his creatine <laughs> intake he's, he hooks it up to a pump and just like <laughs> is this ron kimura <laughs> yes uh, how did you know this guy and i had no idea that this guy was uh, a, a pretty big sports guy in Detroit at, w- at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I would walk into the show, the studio, to do our show, and he would be he would be right there in the gorilla position <laughs> when you'd walk <laughs> in, constantly on the phone. And that's what you said. He was he would just he's a worker for getting, sure. Getting man. advertisers, he would just call, 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 machine, call, call, call yeah. advertisers. Now, at some point, you told us. That you were listening to his show, and he buried wrestling fans. He buried pro wrestling and and all this other stuff. So, so that sparked up that sparked up a little feud between between the shows. He was well. So- wait a minute, didn't he only dog it because he said it was somebody called in and was like kind of messing with him, um, or was this, it just kind of out that. of the blue? Well, I believe I asked you years later, and you could not verify if that actually happened. So were you just trying to tweak us up? Probably. Yeah, that's that's the gist that I but this, got of it. But it's it Ron, worked. It's, Ron, it's <laughs> well, <laughs> it was Ron, Ron Cameron. I want to make sure that right, right, this, Ron Cameron, guy. who is actually still on the air today. Yeah, one one point five, the Patriot. So yeah. we we call him Ron K Moron because he was a moron. <laughs> well, Ron K Moron used to call into our show, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and ask us wrestling questions and, and and talk about food and his advertisers and and such oh god it was pathetic <laughs> but every, uh every advertisement but, was a restaurant but I, I i could be wrong but i think that that was one of the original things that kind of got us uh some heat <laughs> with the office there um well the because because he was complaining because oh okay well i made a prank phone call at, at one point but it wasn't even meant to be a, a prank but he just like flipped out because I, I told the I told the screener that I was going to ask him who he, who in his opinion was a better basketball player in their prime, uh, Michael Jordan or Larry Bird. I think it was, and and I was sitting next to my buddy, and he just and oh because what I was really going to ask was who was better in their prime, Ric Flair or Bob Backlund. When I went to say Bob Backlund, my buddy screamed out Bob Bob Backlund, right. and Ron Cameron just had a shocked. meltdown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's gonna put you a brain. Was that? Yeah, yeah he's gonna put bring a brain. It, bring it. Put a, put a brain on me. He blamed the parents. All this other stuff. But wrestling uh, is stupid and the whole thing. But I believe that that he went and complained to uh, Marie. to Marie. yeah Marie, who was the who ran the studio at well, the time. Well, she was just looking to get rid of us because the kids these the kids now that I'm older the kids were saying the f word we couldn't stop them they had no delay. How many? Times well, that barely happened though. That didn't. They wanted she, to get rid of us because our we had so many callers and it was pro wrestling and they were doing all the other shows they could do and couldn't come close. And they uh, were so and we had a little arrogance, I, 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 you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you have to admit that all those other people that went into radio and that were on there as yeah. producers and were doing their own shows, they it, they they were jealous of our show yeah. 
because of all Great. the all the calls that we ended up generating. On crazy there. L had and crazy L. Yeah, yeah. nothing, yeah. zero. Right. The vacation guy playing the old. Yeah, the playing the oldies, and then here here we come, a bunch of smart Alex professional wrestling <laughs> tore the place up. It was great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now, now you said that the callers were swearing. Um, I think you did your fair share of that <laughs> yourself. I mean, I mean, it wasn't anything, anything real bad, but, the, but you, a lot of times would, you were saying a lot of stuff. The colorful and, language? Uh, yeah. But I, I don't think they were like really paying a whole lot of attention to us at the time. Cause I mean, I, I didn't remember hearing a whole lot about it. Um, and then eventually, Prozac 316, and then oh, and this whole thing, Prozac. and this whole thing was was bizarre because I was on my day off. I happened to get in my car and I was going to the bank, and I just happened to turn it on 1460. Ron Ron Cameron was doing his show, and I hear Prozac 316 asking him sports questions. They're they're talking back and forth. Um, Seems totally legit, and I'm like, oh, okay, huh? He's just he just really wants to talk to Ron Cameron about sports. And then at the very end, he says something like, "Oh yeah, one more thing, Ron, you're an effing fat ass." <laughs> and it was like dead silent for like a couple minutes. I could hear him going back and forth with his screener, uh, like, and uh, and I was not there at the time. This is when I was off, but but this is what started leading to the downfall. Because apparently when you guys all went in that week, she confronted you guys and said that you guys could no longer, or us, could no longer take phone calls on the radio show. That one day she wouldn't let us in the building. We were out in the parking lot that one day. I'll never forget that. That that had to be that day. We're not letting you in. It's all about ratings, man. (laughs) I mean, that was one thing that that show for being on... 1460 used to be a big AM station in its heyday, but it was, it was a decent size. The coverage, you know, went up even, it was Franklin road kind of, uh, North Lake by Franklin square Lake area there down Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, Just, it was Bloomfield township. But how cool was it? A bunch of guys. We, I mean, we're still friends 20 years later. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. No, no, I know. Um, but, uh, so, so so that happens, but basically taking our phone calls away, that that pretty that was, much that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, that that I mean, you we didn't have a show otherwise because we uh, were hammering these. Anybody who called in was fair game, man. <laughs> Nobody was treated with respect, guaranteed. <laughs> well, it was, was. I don't know. I you know I well, think, geez, I think all, this guy is always politically. This guy I know, got, but no, man, but he's right. It's not like we just hammered every yeah, single person that called. But he's it, got he had. He was Mr. Manners, Mr. Professional. <laughs> I was sometimes. I don't know what I would you would call me, and I mean, it just worked. You know, it just worked. It did. I mean, we we had a different cast of characters. I mean, we're making it sound like you know people called on and we ragged on. I mean, they're they had calls. They came in. They, they had, had questions. questions and you have a wrestling question? Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, there was a lot of people that called in with intelligent questions, and there was a lot of people that called in with not so intelligent questions. Um, There's a lot of work it, that went into that show, really. Yeah, but but it's but it's not like we just hammered every single caller that called in. I mean, we were ready to go every at, at, at any given moment, <laughs> unless Cuball called in, we hammered him. But uh, most of the okay, callers well, were kind of massive. You know, they they liked it if we nailed them. You know, 
Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think they like to give it back to us just as much as we like yeah. to give it to I them. I mean, the most fun was hammering cue ball every time he shoot. Didn't you put a bag over his head or something that, that one time? We're going way, way far later. Forward? Oh, yeah, we are? Yeah, way forward. Uh, but <laughs> but speaking of cue ball, um, be, pretty much because of them kind of cutting our legs off by, by taking the phone calls away, um, is, is that what kind of led you to get, get out of it? And, and you, you kind of passed it on. It just wasn't to, fun anymore. But you passed it on to Cue Ball. Yeah. You let yeah. Cue Ball take it over. Um, so that, that, that was the reasoning because of the phone calls, or it just wasn't fun, just wasn't all, fun. all around? I, mean, I don't know if did we – I don't know. We didn't just shut it down one day. I mean, it was a gradual. I think Cue Ball came more often than he, than he used to, and I'm like – it's not fun. I don't know. Wrestling was at the, the Monday Night Wars. Weren't they at their peak? Well, it's just we, we couldn't take calls. I remember. I mean, that was the... The, call, the calls had to be the biggest thing. That, that was the killer. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that made the show, man. Yeah. But luckily for us, uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, we were coming to the Lake Orient studio, not the one that we're in today, but the old one, and um, Joe Johnson would help us edit the... The, the shows put graphics on God, it, it was all day or whatever. Long, yeah. So oh, it just so happened that during this era where they were where they took our phone calls away from the radio show, uh, the studio had just gotten a live uh, call in line for for their shows. So Joe Johnson actually um, encouraged us to start doing a show on the air, which became. The Jabber Hour. Um, now, you started out. I wasn't originally on it, It started out as the pile driver, though, right? I think it did. I yeah. think it started yeah, off was, yeah. as, as the pile driver um, television show. So I think you were on there. Um, Prozac was on there. And, and Q-Ball was on there, I think, in the beginning. And then Q-Ball kind of took over the radio part of it. That's, but then he changed it to, to start doing covering pretty much just all local stuff but um i don't know if but, he had, did he even have to he used to bring in some of his cronies once in a while on his show his, when oh he yeah went, and then yeah. uh he he couldn't he can't enunciate a word so you couldn't understand anything that he said <laughs> that didn't help <laughs> but okay a talk show host that can't say a, you know a clear word <laughs> okay but you start but but you start off with the jobber hour and um i think i got pretty much shuffled out of there by you I'm not mistaken. I wasn't. No. Welcome, I don't think I was welcomed anymore because of the eagle. I think the eagle started getting away. <laughs> it, it had nothing to do with yeah, me. I don't know about that. It had nothing to I do with me. I stopped getting I, phone calls. I stopped getting invites. I think or something. I wasn't. Well, I didn't feel welcomed anymore. I, you know, you were, I don't see it that before. Before, before you don't. You were busy. No, no, no. You you were just you were busy. You weren't really I'll, coming I'll, around. I'll tell much. you what. Before I even came on there, you were you were not showing up on there anymore. When I first started going on there, it was Cue Ball and Prozac. Who had changed his name to Frank Williams Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then it was like us three for a while, <laughs> and then and you were just and then you would just kind of come, come whenever. Um, yeah, it wasn't. I wanted to be in. I wanted to be in charge, and it faded away. But you were in the beginning. Yeah, because I had the wallet. I'm, I'm talking about the Jabber Hour. The Jabber Hour had nothing to do with your wallet. But the wa- the Jabber Hour was free of charge. That's what I'm saying. So, so you I but, had, but I had you could have kept. I, 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I you were think scared so. of uh, Prozac three sixteen Frank Williams Jr. and that's Mr. what Six kept foot you seven? Away. Yeah, I was. <laughs> there, there, there was something. I, you know, there was something going on. Maybe you. He just, was a special referee for the cute for our match. We haven't talked about yet. Well, that's what I'm. We're running out of time. I guarantee it. This is too much fun. Uh, that that that's that's what I'm trying to build towards. Anyway, so. Um, but you were busy, regardless. I mean, I'm that a was busy the, guy. So you don't know why. Okay, yeah. Let's just say you were busy. You would just show up when when you wanted to show up. Um, Buddy Rogers eventually comes on. Um, you're, you're all. You have a wrestling question? Yeah, but you, you didn't, <laughs> exactly. were you there? Were you going every week at the? No, not not at the first. No, I didn't remember that either. No, no it's kind of like the radio. I, no. I came in after it would already established. Yeah, I think what happened was Cuball kind of started focusing more on the radio, and then. And then uh, Brace came on, and, and well, then, tends, then it was kind of like us He three. tends to come to the party late because it was already established. Did you yeah. hear that? Then he <laughs> yeah. shows up. I did. Hey, I was already <laughs> established. He shows up. What's up with that? But those other guys didn't want me on. I mean, so as soon as uh, Mad Dog got on, so, here, here comes uh, Buddy Rogers. <laughs> right, exactly. So a- anyway, same thing with the Power Driver show. Um, really nothing had been established as far as live call-in shows on – Lake Orion television at that point. But I think that we blew away the expectations. The phones were ringing off the hook. Um, the, the, the call screeners were sweating at the end of the hour <laughs> because they were, no, I, seriously. I mean, the same thing with the pile driver too. I mean, certain, certain, they were on edge the, the whole time man. with double J, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the triple producer, triple, triple J, J. Oh, yeah. at yeah. any Jeff moment, Curry. they're ready to sh- turn off the, Hit the off button at any moment. You know, for the calls, though, that's, you know, we're we're talking about, you know, radio and getting a call-in show on the radio. You can probably picture that and say, yeah, well, that's kind of supposed to happen. It's radio, right? But we were doing 20, 20 calls uh, they were an hour. Up. It was, you know, we, we weren't just taking a couple calls, you know, like they, they would an hour now on radio. We had a we had a one-hour show, and we were just banging through calls and getting the information that the wrestling uh, fans wanted to hear. And then coming to the studio, I think, Tim, you were kind of just saying it was kind of like on, I don't know if it was unprecedented here, but definitely having a live call-in show on, you know, the local public access, you didn't see that very often. With no delay no. either. Yeah. <laughs> right. No Why? delay. Well, that's another thing. I, surprisingly, and along with, with like, like, uh, like Brace was saying, it, uh, it wasn't as bad as what everybody anticipated. Um, you know, there was a couple goofballs that would call in the beginning, but they kind of, we kind of weeded them out. Yeah, we heard really the same quick. voice every week. Like, okay, get rid of him. Just hang up on him because it's going to be <laughs> a stupid comment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did have caller ID, and we would threaten to call them back. And I think a couple times we did call them back. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but let's. We threatened a bunch of six-year-olds. Unbelievable. <laughs> but okay, so th- there was a lot of classic moments that on the, on the Java Hour. But let's jump ahead to. The, the apex, the apex. Uh, 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 of the show. I, I mean, this had to be the highlight of the whole run of the Jabber Hour. And that was the shoot fight between <laughs> Rock Action yeah, was the and Cue Ball with Frank Williams Jr. as <laughs> special, the special guest referee, referee uh, Buddy Rogers slash Brace Beamer and Mad Dog Butch. As the color commentators, the commentators. <laughs> behind the desk, <laughs> and a great job you did. <laughs> uh, that was, I believe, that was not the first time we had a crowd there, but 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 we did have a crowd 
there, and the very first thing you did was throw cue ball back into one of the one of the patrons. Well, sitting but before in we, I think it was his <laughs> girlfriend or something. But before we, humiliated before him. we go further, let let's clarify in case anybody doesn't know a, a shoot fight. Uh, the word shoot within wrestling vernacular means like real. So it was it was a real no stage, man. Nothing. To the it, stage. it was a real wrestling match within the guidelines of pro wrestling. And and the stipulation was that whoever lost would not be allowed on the jobber hour any longer. And um, now 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 yeah. loser leaves town or yeah. something like that, wasn't it? Loser leaves a jobber hour. <laughs> now I you know I'm not, I'm not saying anything out of school, saying that you were quite a bit older than Cue Ball at the time. Um, but you, you, I, I mean, were, were, were you worried going in there that, uh, really, I, you I'm really just, asking I'm just, me that? I'm just asking. Yeah. I, I'm just asking. Were you worried at all that, that the, the fight was already lost before you walked in the room with him? <laughs> the guy weighed 112 pounds. He's lighter than him. He weighed like 112 pounds. What was he going to do to me? I was a hundred and I was 200 pounds at that time. Now, a lot younger too. <laughs> Now I, I will say that uh, that I was worried that the fans were not going to get their money's worth. I thought <laughs> I thought that 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 he was going to you know could possibly catch you with something, or you were just going to possible, or bro. you were just going to throw him down and pin him. I second but, that. <laughs> but one of but, but one of the one of the greatest things it was one of the greatest heel performances I've ever seen, oh, uh, because Frank Williams Jr. was calling you out. You <laughs> might you might have laid like a. Uh, uh, a, clo- a closed fist. In, <laughs> it's like they all just like that. Cheap would, days. <laughs> never touched And he the guy. would call you out on it. Um, but but yeah, that 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 was uh, quite enjoyable. And uh, I, I think you strung that out for about what 15, 15 yeah. minutes, twenty minutes. I, maybe? I could have pinned him in, in three seconds if I yeah. wanted to. But what is, that's, that's no quality fun. entertainment. So eventually, that's what you did. You uh, eventually Finally. pinned him. Well, he was and, one minute away from having a stroke, so I had to pin the guy, man, get it over with. I don't want the liability. <laughs> and then that is how, and then uh, uh, the next time I believe that you come on the show, you right. are presented with the TCI World Television <laughs> Championship. Undefeated ever since. <laughs> and you've had that in your possession for 20 years now, almost. Yep. Um, My prized possession. <laughs> now, uh, duct tape and all. That's <laughs> now, I believe you did have at least one title defense against uh, Skull Gantz. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Skull <laughs> No, I don't, you don't remember I, that. No, uh, I don't. It, uh, the results were in uh, one of the wrestling magazines. Yeah, they sure were. Did I win or lose? Uh, it said Skull Gantz uh, squashed you in yeah, about a Yeah, Skull Gantz was another six foot seven monster. <laughs> Right. Somebody made sure they got in there. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Unfortunately, time flies when we're having fun. So uh, we got a, just uh, a few minutes left already. So um, let me. Can I go to my, my goodie action? bag? Can I go to my goodie bag? I got a couple of old uh, make items. It, yeah, make oh. it make it quick though. What do you got? Less than a minute? No, we got about five minutes left. See your reaction. So. I want to see your reaction on this. All right, you got to put it up to the camera so people can see. Here. I'll put it on this one. Can you see it? Who's this guy? Eric Bischoff signed a little. Look how young he looks there. That's uh, 20 years ago, man. says Lake, Lake Orion, Orion Rules. Rules. <laughs> Eric Bischoff. <laughs> and what about this one? This is hilarious. It says the Nitro Girls. Whatever two, happened to them? They're just, they just yeah, evaporated. Yeah, Tijan, Tigra, and Che. 
And I remember Che, and there was like some creepy guy hitting on her. And it wasn't the, I will say you got a bunch but, of, you did a yeah. great job in lining up uh, interviews and such for that radio show. You got some big names in there. Yeah. I was impressed. You, you did. And uh, Andy used to get us sent merchandise all the time, like yeah. this stuff. And, and uh, this is. I mean, that, this is brand new. Are stuff. those Look from Q-Ball? Q-Ball got a bunch of WCW I shirts. I don't care. No, they're mine. Nobody touches it. <laughs> he did, too. Oh, remember when me, you, and uh, Prozac got uh, those ECW shirts? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Look, this one's brand. This is a great, great American <laughs> We got promotional I think swag. I had one. We were I, huge. Oh, you know what? I had one like this. I think you gave me one of these um, back then. Come on. Is that worth anything? I don't know. I Probably, I. I mean, there's probably. This is my uh, favorite. This is my favorite stained yellow one. There's probably uh, this, this collectors out there. This probably smells. My, my favorite <laughs> oh, wrestler, Sandman. is Sandman. This one is awesome. I see. Oh, I, is he your favorite? Oh, I love that guy. Oh, you got. He's such yeah, a that's fool. Right. Drinking beer and smoking cigarettes, forgot, walking to the yeah, ring. You got. You Show got, the back. Show the back where it says. Yeah, you got. Uh, Let's sweat and beers. That's like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You got ECW to uh, send us stuff too, but unfortunately, that was not my. Size, I remember but... I got I got a DDP little DDP flag, and oh, there were so many things that did. I mean, they were giving us a little bit of attention, you know, yeah. WWF or whatever WWs are in there. Yeah, you did. Or, yeah, you I did agree. make some connections. That's yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, no, that was awesome. Um, okay, uh, we got a few minutes left. Rock action. Thank you for being on here. Um, Let's not wait. You had to come years. back again yeah. sometime so we can uh, do the second part of of your career at at least involved with us. Uh, any parting words? Well, it's well, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a long friendship, both of us, all of us. Appreciate your friendship. Heck yeah, I mean, too. Was, you know, how many times do you you meet a couple of friends and then all of a sudden they're not, you know, they're gone in a year or two? We've been going for twenty years. Yeah, texting each other, ripping right. on each other. It's, I think it's totally <laughs> yeah. cool. We we have some brutal text, especially between John and I. I, 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 I think oh, Mad Dog bad. just kind of in, enjoys it. Yeah, he's, he's, I, he's, I, I, I do. I, uh, <laughs> well, let's do another twenty years. I'll be probably one hundred and fifty. But you got it, man. Well, I'll be one hundred and forty-nine. Brace Beamer, any parting words? No. Um. Well, yeah. Actually, th- th- this was really fun. I. You know, I hope people stick around long enough because we're kind of talking about material. Maybe a lot of people haven't heard about, but I'm sure there are some people out there in Lake Orion that uh, have seen our shenanigans throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, Rock Action, thank you for being here. Brace Beamer, thank you for being here. This will not be the last time that we'll have you on here. Um, Eventually, I want to get into a lot of stuff, so we'll continue to have guests in the future. Um, For the fans, keep checking the Butch Blood Facebook page, and hopefully we will see everyone next week. Uh, Take care, everyone. See you later.